How's it going? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Monday. As we launch this episode, we are diving in deep on a piece of content that inspired us from the past week, something we came across at the juice. This piece of content is a podcast episode. I'm going to shout out the, the podcast, the episode, the host, the guest, all of it. I bring in Jonathan to talk about it. It was truly inspirational. We both felt motivated after we listened to the episode and jumped on and started talking about it. The podcast is from Catalyst, Humans of SaaS. It is hosted by Ben Wynn, and the guest is Lloyd Lobo, who is the co-founder and CEO at Boast AI. The topic is Give Before You Take, something that is near and dear to our hearts at The Juice. Tons of themes in this one, community building, reciprocity, just getting your hands dirty and doing the job, working hard. We talk about what it meant to us, map it to some of the things we're doing at The Juice. Hope you enjoy the perspective. If you like what we're doing over here, hit the subscribe button. Most importantly, tell a friend that you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the show. We are diving into another piece of content, this one from uh, an audio format. So we're we're talking about a podcast on a podcast, but I am really excited about this piece. I actually kind of got a little fired up as I was listening to it, which is always good when you're consuming new content. Before we dive into what it is and the topic, Jonathan, how's it going? What's on your mind? It's going well. Uh, as last week we talked about college basketball, that's still on my mind, but so is uh, March being a really good month for us at The Juice. We already have had our best month in terms of people signing up for the platform. So that's great. Bringing on some new customers is always fun. Communities, lots going on, staying very busy. Personally, everything's flying fast. So it's good. And I am, uh, most importantly, as it pertains to this podcast, excited for this conversation today. Uh, I also really enjoyed the podcast and was excited to dive into it with you. So I will say this, as the brand guy, the marketer on the team, we try to provide a lot of value through stuff like this and through our content and different things we're doing. So I'm going to take a second to shill our product. So if you're not signed up already, make sure you go sign up. Just go to the Juice HQ, follow it, follow uh, the sign up. It's free. We love your feedback. I think that's been one of the the biggest driving forces of uh, kind of our product development and just like the conversations we have behind the scenes is when we get feedback from all of you. So encourage anyone listening to the show, sign up. And if you're already signed up, tell a friend about it. Was that an ad read? Did we just have our first modern day marketer ad read? Yeah. So if, if yeah. you were, if you have a marketing podcast too, let us know because we're looking for ways to spread some awareness. And yes, we do do some paid advertising. We do do that. Even though we push a lot of organic stuff, we like to be featured in newsletters. We, we've tested a little bit of the podcast read stuff, but we're, all, we're always open for business. So if you have a uh, platform that communicates to marketing and sales professionals, hit us up. Let's do it. All right. So that I stumbled across this podcast. It is called Humans of SaaS. It's hosted by Ben Wynn. Ben Wynn works at Catalyst. And I saw a conversation. It was the important subject line. I saw that the headline of the episode and it was called Give Before You Take. And Ben, who is 
community guy at Catalyst who runs this podcast. Talked to a, a guy, Lloyd Lobo, who's a co-founder and CEO of Boast AI. I, I had never heard of Lloyd. And actually, as a kind of a student in this space, I, I felt kind of silly afterwards because of his story, the energy, and everything else that he is doing. Just through that conversation, I became a fan of him. But the conversations about giving before you take, and we're going to dive into that. There's so many different themes. Before we like get down into it, Jonathan, I typically, my process is I shoot you the, the link of the piece of content and don't really give you any directions. Just say, hey, this is what I want to talk about. This is a podcast. You listen to it. Like, do you have any like immediate takeaways before we dive in on just like when you were done listening, like what was going on in your head? Um, well, I'll say first my reaction when you sent it to me, I, I was just extremely intrigued. One of my favorite authors uh, is Adam Grant. One of my favorite books, maybe my favorite book by Adam Grant is Give and Take, which was actually maybe one of his first books, if not his first book. And so I really enjoy the topic of reciprocity, which uh, we talk about in this podcast. And just the idea that a lot of times um, you can be ambitious and be a giver. I think so many times people assume that the most successful people are always in this take mode of getting what's theirs, making the most of every opportunity for themselves. And it turns out like research actually shows the people who are uh, givers actually perform better, have better, uh, more productivity. Uh, the career paths are typically more exciting. So I was really encouraged by the uh, topic. And then I, I love this podcast as I listened to it. It did a really cool job and kudos to, to, to both hosts and guests for weaving in personal anecdote as well as like professional anecdotes and, and storytelling. It was just, it was a really enjoyable podcast. And I think like, you know, we talk about the difference between B2B and B2C. And I think the the magic in B2B is when you can educate and entertain. And I think a lot of times we focus so hard on education or product marketing or feature selling that uh, the entertainment gets lost. And this, this was a uh, podcast episode where at the end, I felt uplifted, felt like I got to know the podcast host and guest a little bit and took away some lessons as well. So just kudos all around. It's almost like you've already looked at my bullets in advance based on that wrap up. Uh, maybe we just stop the episode right here. I'm just kidding. But well, I, I just before we get into it, I, I want to comment on something you said there about the stories, the personal stories of both individuals and that is something that I don't think gets talked about enough. I think the status quo way is to say, I'm the content creator. I'm going to tell you how to do something. And I'm going to give you the step-by-step, -step, the five things, and just spit it out. And I'm going to put that on LinkedIn. I'm going to put that on Twitter. I'm going to you know put it everywhere. And I think that the, there is so much more opportunity to build connection and resonate with your audience when you start from a place of storytelling and especially personal storytelling. And I think like I hadn't thought about it, Jonathan, but I think the fact that there was so much personal storytelling and we both felt uplifted, like there was some we, we felt a connection based on our experiences, mapping it with their experiences, I'm assuming that led us to feel the way that we do about the content that they just delivered. Yeah. And admittedly, I think it's uh, an opportunity for us in this podcast to think about that and how that made us feel as listeners. I think there's probably potential for us to weave in more personal storytelling and 
uh, kind of what we're doing with the juice. I think we talk about building in public and I think part of that should be maybe sharing a little bit more about us personally and personally, the journey behind being a part of a startup at this stage and the the highs and lows that come with that. Uh, so really cool uh, reminder in the B2B content space that it, it's not just business all, all day, all the time. I'm going to poke at that a little bit and try to get you to tell some stories in this one. <laughs> so hopefully like I'll, set, I'll set you up. All right, let's jump in. So give before you take. I think in B2B, there are so many obstacles in the way that limit people to give before they take. And it's thinking about their own KPIs, thinking about their own promotion, thinking about what their boss or their boss thinks of them. And I think it's just human nature to like be heads down and nose up, nose to the grindstone and focus and worry about yourself. This podcast and this episode got me in the mindset that isn't the opportunity to stand out and differentiate and be different to kind of flip that to think less about yourself and your metrics and what you're worried about and what other people think about and more about giving, serving. And to me, that when, when I was done with the conversation, that, that was kind of the thing that hit me. It was like, all right, well, like if a majority of marketers spent more time focusing on the audience and serving, chances are it might not be immediate, but if there's consistency, they'd build traction and over time, and that would lead to kind of what they're aiming for in the short term, but it would take maybe a longer term and some better things would build and develop along the way. This reminded me of the topic we talked about a little bit earlier in the podcast around permissionless co-marketing. I think that's kind of what that inherently is, right? Like it's permissionless. You haven't asked the person for anything. And what you're doing is you're just giving co-marketing away, right? And I think there's a reason that is successful. And uh, kudos to Amanda at SparkToro for turning us on to uh, kind of articulating what we had been doing with our own content program. But that's exactly, uh, we have found that that works for us. And now I talk to other CEOs who are asking about our, our brand building, our marketing efforts. I say, really, it's like, about building other people's brands up and that becomes your brand a little bit. So I, I think I didn't expect it going into this, but the as I was listening to this, I was just like, man, that permissionless co-marketing idea and playbook that we and some others, uh, some other modern day marketers are running feels a lot like giving away marketing as opposed to taking from your audience. No doubt about it. And you touched a, a, on it there is kind of a segue into my, the next thing that I wanted to ask you. And this is maybe on the personal side weaving in some of that personal stories. I have never in my role at the juice doing what I'm doing. I have never felt that pressure that I have received in other roles from you regarding like short-term immediate, like, let's do this. Let's get these leads in the funnel now more, 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 which I measure as a, a, a good thing. And it may, means it's a good place to work because it, it like the philosophy of, kind of your leadership and the philosophy of our business is kind of, we preach what we do and we do what we preach type of a thing. But in this idea of giving before you take, when you are building the juice, like maybe in the early days to where we are now, where we're talking about permissionless co-marketing and stuff, like how much of that like philosophy played a role in like your building and development of the juice to where it's at right now? One thing that I have said repeated often, maybe the thing that I've most repeated often uh, in this role and what I've learned is it's been a use case and hire smart people and get out of the way. It's funny, I, I mentioned Give and Take by Adam Grant at the start of this. And I actually, I have a book <laughs> sitting on my desk and was, was reading through some of my notes and dog-eared pages. But 
this also speaks to it. They're talking about Abraham Lincoln says how unusual Lincoln's cabinet was. Every member of the administration was better known, better educated and more experienced in public life than Lincoln. Their presence in the cabinet might have threatened to eclipse the obscure prairie lawyer talking about Lincoln being who he was there. And that's I, I don't like I don't I don't know. Maybe sometimes I, I could be more like twisting uh, of like demanding short term results. But ultimately, like you're the expert marketer on the team. Kate's the expert sales leader, Kat, CSM, Eric, the engineer. Like I view my goal as connecting all of you. Uh, that's that's my role. Your all roles are, are delivering results. I trust you're going to do that the best way that you possibly can. And I think me inserting myself in the way of that would be foolish. I, I think part of my role is also setting like business goals. And then we use rock setting and we think about how everyone's personal rocks roll up to company rocks. But that's, I, I think, again, just giving you the freedom, giving you the runway to be the best at what you're the best at is, uh, I think, sometimes if a leader's not doing that, then there's not trust and maybe not the right people on the team. I want to talk about customers too in this mindset, because this is something that was hit on in the conversation, but there was a a quote that I like have in bold that I'm going to share here in a minute. But before I do that, how do you think that this, this give before you take mindset, how does it apply to like winning new customers? Like, I think, you can take this strategy and take it to boards and every, and people are going to still drill you. Like show me the SAS metrics that we're all used to seeing over this long period of time, because we know it's repeatable and this is just proven out. Like how do you kind of uh, go against the grain? And I worked, we talked about this kind of like as the modern way, but how do you think this like give before you take applies to winning new business? In that realm, give before you take is quite literally product-led growth, right? You're literally giving value away to your future customers before they're paying you anything. I There's something to be said there for this rise of PLG in the SaaS space. And I think it's something we are trying to figure out. Uh, some of our customers are PLG and they're growing rapidly. And I think it's all about now so much information is available. So much is out there that if you're not giving before you're taking, I, I think you're going to struggle as, as the SaaS environment, B2B environment continues to evolve. Uh, so that's something we're working through. How, how do we give away value to either prove that we're capable of doing what we do and or build a relationship with somebody and then know, trust them when the time is right, they'll come to us for more of what we're giving away. I like it. The I will give credit to Ben here because as a podcast host, oftentimes like there's when something uh, unique is said, everyone just goes straight to the guest. But I think it there is a methodology with asking the right question. So I'm going to shout out Ben on this for pulling this one from Lloyd. But one of the quotes of the century that I heard Lloyd say, and I, I need, might need a billboard and put this up in my office. God, this resonates with me so much. But his quote was, customers want an outcome. They don't want software. And I was like, damn, that is so good. We just think about building these things and what we think they want. And, you know, we get some feedback along the way, but we go down these paths. And at the end of the day, like Lloyd was talking about, like he built his business based on just like, it was kind of like the flying an airplane and changing the engine approach where services, let me like figure out what they want. Let me just do services around it and let's figure out these workflows. And then eventually like we can build a product around it. So that hit me hard. I know when you're building the juice, you you were kind of in this mindset and methodology of like selling before a product was even there. 
share a little bit of perspective about that quote and what it means to you. It was so refreshing to hear another founder talk about, he called it, we, he said, we, he said, let's wizard of Oz it, meaning like there'll be the man behind the curtain providing services. Like let's go out and sell enough of it so that then we have the capital to build the software for it. Uh, you and I have talked about Flintstoning it, uh, which is another way to put it, you know, the, the feet beneath the car, kind of pushing the car. I've told this story on this podcast, but I know not everyone listens to every podcast we record. We sold a contract to our first customer. Later that week, I sat down with a member of the High Alpha team and showed them the contract and what we sold in slides. Looked at him and said, so can we build this? Um, and fortunately, the answer was yes, but it was still pretty much tech-enabled services, uh, very heavy on the services component. But that was we had to start to provide value um, and prove that that was valuable before we poured a ton of resources into building the software. So that was really cathartic to, to hear. I'd say the other uh, quote, and I, I thought this might be where you're going, but we've talked about this very recently on the podcast, but you said without community, you're a commodity. Uh, and I think he said right before that, like, I'm going to butcher this a little bit, but today's novel technology is tomorrow's table stakes, which is Interesting. I think that that speaks to continued innovation and continuing to find ways to give to your audience. And I think the ultimate like lesson there is that if, if you don't continue to give back to your audience and give in new ways, that then your business will be taken by others who are doing that. Um, so I loved both those quotes. I, I had a feeling you're going to one of the two of them when you started and um, agreed that there's a, a lot to learn. I had the other one written down and was going to mention it, but you you took the thunder. So that's good. We've already covered the ground, but I want to get back to the first one a little bit. So this, you sold the juice when the product wasn't there, tech enabled services, early days, customers that you sold to that still, they're still around. They're still here. Now they have a product and now they're using the juice for content distribution, all this stuff. My mindset was that, and I'd love your perspective because you're the one who sold it. There's a connection regarding one, the, the people or you at the time. And now us as a team, people connect with us as a, as a, a unit and say, you know what, we, we like these people. We believe in where they're going. And then also too, it's the vision, right? It's like, we feel these pains. We, are, we have been on the other side of this and I know it might not be available now. We want to be the first at when the door or the ribbon is cut to be there and using the the tool. So people are important, obviously. And I think uh, vision is important. Um, maybe shed some light on those two things in the, on this, in this topic. This podcast episode also talked about authenticity. And I think that was really important in the early days of sales. Like we sold pre software, but we didn't like trick people into believing they were purchasing software from us. Right. We said, we're building this we think you'll be interested. It solves a pain point you've referenced. If you want to influence how we build this or the pace at which we build this or how we prioritize different pieces of this, this is your opportunity to buy into the journey, right? And uh, that just works really, really well. Our second customer, I would say, is probably still to this day our, our best and most engaged customer. And they've, they've been through tech-enabled service. Or, well, I'll say they've been through services uh, tech-enabled service, you know, that was essentially a WordPress site that I was updating manually to iterations 0.01 to V1 of the, the platform and continue to influence how we're going to continue to evolve the platform. So 
I think the authenticity there, it's something we've tried to build into the business and into our core values of being you know, radically candid with ourselves and our team, but also our customers and our partners. Again, like we, we never want to uh, mislead or feel like we're we're tricking anybody into selling or building something that that we can't. I think for better or worse, sometimes that is a it's a trope maybe in the in the software space of like what did the sales rep even sell them? You know that that sort of thing. And I'm sure I'm I hope we grow to a size where there's potential for that being a problem. I hope it's never a problem, but I, I'm not saying we are immune to it. But uh, at this stage, it's been really fun to be very very candid with customers and prospects and telling them. We're in the early stages. We're building something we think is really cool. And if you want to come along for the ride, now's your opportunity to get a really good seat. Now, this is going live on Monday. So if if you want to know who Jonathan's talking about, our guest is a customer guest on f- last Friday's episode. So go tune in. No spoilers here, but then you'll find out who's an awesome customer. And I really admire how they go to market and their people and they believe in us and we believe in them. So go check that out that episode. Well, Brett, let me, let me interrupt you there for a second, because I think there's something to be said for, I think the the more genuine and the more authentic you are and the more you give to people, the more likely you are to find like-minded people. And I think those like-minded people make better customers, right? So you're just like increasing the sphere of, of people or the universe of people that, uh, believe in what you believe in and, and want to be a part of what you're building. I endorse that certainly and believe that. The place I wanted to end, we kind of touched on community uh, a little bit with the quote. I thought this was interesting, just him saying too that uh, if you don't have the DNA of giving, you sh- you shouldn't be- build community with resonates with which resonates with me. I want to close with kind of like the the most extreme thing that he said was if all you care about is money, you're going to make short-term decisions. And I think when I, when he said that I was, I immediately got struck by these, this, of course we all want to grow. We all want more revenue. We want more ARR. We want to report this up. And that's basically all of our business objectives. They, they map to that. However, there it is a, it's not linear. There's a long winding road to generate revenue. And I think, the old way to do SaaS, B2B marketing, it feels like it's this caring all about money and making these short-term decisions, especially in marketing, these short-term gains, which might give you a few shitty leads here that you can report up to your boss, but don't lead to sustained growth. So that like hit me hard. I think based on what I know about Lloyd, based on his philosophy, uh, what he's building, how, how he wants to give and the value that he's trying to create. Like, I think that's a guy, like I'm taking note of that quote. I was like, this guy's been there, done that. He sees that. And I think most people operate that way. And again, like I mentioned, the opportunity at the top is to flip it. I think we all want money, but let's not focus on that to drive our like immediate activities and coming from a place of abundance, I think will lead to more sustainable growth down the road. I've talked about uh, with, uh, I don't know if it's on this podcast or not, but with, with some people that I've been very fortunate. I've, I think we all are in our career past, like luck plays a role, but I think like the more you can give the, uh, the more you give, I've talked about it previously about around like networking and meeting with people, you know, taking that, that coffee meeting where you're not really sure what the point is, but uh, it, it's a good person to spend some time with. Like, I think there's a, you're increasing the surface area for serendipity to happen, right? The, I think the more you give to people, 
on the podcast, they said at the end of each meeting, um, he asked for one thing I can help with, uh, which I just think like, you know, and he, he's not asking for anything in return, but I, I just think you're increasing the the surface area for, for good luck to come your way, serendipity to come your way. It's just the right way to build relationships. I think it's the right way to build a business. And uh, this podcast was a great reminder of that. Want to send a special thanks to Ben from the Catalyst team and definitely Lloyd for the insight and inspiration. I learned a ton from this one. Go check out the Humans of SaaS podcast. I know I will be listening to a lot more episodes. And if you're not already, sign up for the juice. What are you doing? Jonathan, anything in closing? Go Boilers. Purdue's still alive. We have a happy CEO over here. We'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, Brett. Felt energized after that one. Such a good piece of content. Again, thank you so much to Ben for running that podcast at Catalyst Humans of SaaS. Definitely go check it out. We'll be back again on Friday with another conversation with someone who's doing some modern day marketing that we are digging. Stay tuned. Come in on Friday and have a hell of a week.